with one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. That's what we say in our tongue-in-cheek. We're, we're not a band. We're bliss merchants. I heard it, man. I heard <laughs> it. I'll tell you what. Closers. Not joy, cl joy is not a, a, a commodity in the United States, you know? And for us, it's like... Again, it's just about being either you're a musician or you're not. People ask me all the time, why do you, why, why you do so many shows? Because that's how you play music. That's what you do. <laughs> that's what you do. Yeah, man. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, uh, is it a problem? Yes. To be in love with something that much? Yes. I have children. I live in California. I'm in Memphis. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're away, you know, but again, all that stuff, it still doesn't add up to how, you, how There's going to be a teardrop now and then, right? You're, no one's getting past that. I yeah. mean, you know what I mean? I don't care who you think you are. Yeah. If you think you're getting, if you think you can get through without that, then, then you're just ignorant person you know what i yeah. mean yeah. and there's no shortage of that either. <laughs> <laughs> that's one thing we're seem to be long on yeah but that all's part of the plan too isn't it you yeah know? keep people fearful and ignorant and you keep them divided absolutely you know what absolutely mean? that's been that's been the romans knew that you know it, it, you know make the problem and then present the uh the solution right yeah so and okay. as long as it comes with a giant a heaping spoonful of uh, authority and control, yeah, and a which seems all the rich people have had for some reason for a long time. It goes back to the it's all the Romans to blame. Yeah, well, I don't think people really ever got over the. Uh, I mean, this is kind of a slight derailment, but they don't. They never got over the uh, uh, post-stress uh, syndrome of seeing their uh, president assassinated on TV. You know? Yeah, yeah. You'd think all the LSD would have helped the baby boomers figure that shit out, but yeah, that's there's still a lot of misogynists and a lot of, like, you know what I mean? Sure. I always love, like, with the acid movement and stuff, like, well, why couldn't you be gay? Why couldn't you be trans? Why did you hate women? Why did you, you know what I mean? Sure. Was it the expansive, conscious expanding should include those sort of humane ideas just as much as the fantastical ones or the you know, poetic ones or whatever. You I'm know. with you. Hey, you know, I, I must well say, I, I, I guess I happen to be talking to my cosmic comrade here, Chris Robinson. It's a, really a pleasure to have our paths intersect, man. Great performance. And I'm impressed you guys can put California, uh, when, when we speak in our California uh, Ebonics, you can put the subtitles. <laughs> yeah, pretty amazing. Yeah, pretty amazing. Hey, so, man, you know, you're not uh, giving Moss uh, much of a chance to grab a hold of you. Man, you, you're like... Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, there's a method to, behind all of it as well, you know. The way the world works, at least for artists and musicians, on one level, for people who need construct or they need a system to work in, they're out of luck, 
you can choose to go that route. You always have. It's called show business, you know. But we're super lucky because I think with the implosion of the music business, you know, uh, from what it was to what it is to what it will be, for people like like myself and my group and a lot of other musicians that we know, this is like the this is the fertile times, you know what I mean? If you can make the sacrifice in your life to sort of, you know, not be addicted to status, you know, like if 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 because you you made a bunch of people a lot of money by selling a lot of records, so that makes you a rock star and then you're supposed to live up to some idea of what that is, not for you, but for all the other people, all the other sort of parasitic sort of, you know, a band is just a big sea mammal with all those little what are those those little fish that live off of oh, them, lamprey yeah. eels or whatever, you know. Yeah, there's a ball and chain that comes along with that. Sometimes. And granted, no, uh, no regrets and no remorse and no judgment about that because, you know, when you're a teenage kid, dyslexic, weirdo dude from the deep south and you music is your idea of... Um, when, when everything is false and everything is dull and music is real and has this shine to it, you know, uh, that I never took lightly. But like I said before, and I also don't, uh, I don't, like, like I said, I have no regrets about what happens in a career. But as I just turned 50 and the way the world works and the anxieties and tribulations, along with all the good stuff too, the positive vibrations and the joy, I don't have enough time to goof around. You know what I mean? I don't have enough time to be around people who don't feel the same way. You know, it's uh, I didn't get into music because it was an easy thing to do. Ah, oh, it's, you know, let's just, you know, oh, just play the old songs and dress up or whatever. You know, I never I was looking for this authenticity about something that moved me in a very visceral way. Quench my thirsty soul. <laughs> well, completely. Yeah, no. And, you know, something, the music as well, being from the Deep South, uh, I liked music because it came with no dogma. It came with no recognition of class. It came with no recognition of race. It just came with, like, this other vibrational reality. That's 70s and 80s, not 50s and 60s, you know, and where we are today. Um, so within like all of in the chaos of all that, if you have an idea and you can, um, you can, f you know, uh, formulate it and give it, you know, breathe life into this thing. That's where this, that's where we find, I find myself and we find my band. Um, the, the idea that we, you know, that we have made the records that we've made and done the amount of shows and all of this without one sort of douchebag person from a record company coming in the studio or backstage or you guys want to have dinner or whatever, you know, like that, all of that's completely gone, which gives you ultimately a, yet another place to focus, you know. I teasingly call what we do occult science because the occult, like anything else, is just focus, you know. It's just, and I, and... When we get to make, you know, we're still privileged enough to make records and nice in the coolest studio I've ever been in. And, and, and Where's that, man? That's it. I can't tell you. Well, I mean, we can't, <laughs> what part of the world is it? <laughs> Secret above ground concert, Yeah, yeah, huh? we can't tell you. Man, man the South uh, is deep, man. No, no, no. This is, uh, this is in Marin County in oh, California. Oh, okay, cool. I got a tooth fixed there one time, man. I went yeah. up pub crawl with the dentist. 
Well, you couldn't get an appointment he said, here? You had no, he to go said, the no, I was, this is years ago. I wasn't living here, man. He <laughs> said, I can fix that for you. And, 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 and he did. And, his, you know, we were both drunk, and it was really kind of him. But That's the best way to get dental work Marine done. Marine County, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a great memory. Anyway. So we have that, you know, so just the idea that we can still go into these studios and, you know, we don't have hit records. We're not on, a, you know, we don't have any nostalgia wrapped up into like, man, you know, I lost my virginity to your first record or my cousin died to your first record. You know, any of that stuff, which is cool, too. Yeah. I mean, life is life. And, and when you have records and you make music that's part of people's lives, that's a unique opportunity. But then you start to get into the showbiz trip again, you know. Yeah. And we're really, you know, we're inspired by by today you know now i mean playing music is to me one of the like people have their yoga practice or their tai chi or whatever you know everyone wants to be here now everyone wants to be in their moment uh and music really allows us that you know and why why would how, how could you not be addicted to that if you have that sort of soul or that temperament you know or you come sure, you're searching from for some poetic device in the cosmos well there's still rock and roll you know it's not um, up there with the oxygen really yeah well you can't take away the adventure from it if you're that kind of person i mean i, I felt that way in my 20s you know with like the you know cannabis movement and people were all mad at like the band, at, at when we were kids like these guys you know, they're talking about cannabis like they're, you know, don't they know people, you know, what about the seven? You know, it's like, well, why, why are you, why is your experience more important than mine? You know what Do I mean? You. Like, am I not like, that's like saying like, you, you shouldn't listen to Duke Ellington because that wasn't your time. <laughs> it's like, that doesn't work, you know, or you shouldn't, um, you know, you shouldn't watch this film because it was made in the fifties or, or read this book. You know what I mean? That's just why the reason that music is like that, because it's easily manipulated for people to make money. And who's the easiest, you know, the biggest dupes in the world are musicians. I mean, except for, you know, Mick Jagger, I guess, or something. He went to <laughs> economic school or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't take a lot of people that much when you start to say, you know, we could pay you for this or whatever. You would do it anyway. Right. Yeah. Hey, I was listening to some of your, uh, your, your, your shows, man. I find quite entertaining, man. On, uh, uh, gurus galore. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. On. Man, pretty cool. And I, I appreciate you fact you're tipping the hat to, the great canned heat. And yeah, yeah. Blind Al, man. Well, the Blind Al, man, he's, uh, you know, John Lee Hooker said he's the greatest, you know, white blues musician America produced. Um, again, another one of those bands, super funny. Like, I grew up and I would have missed canned heat. Like, I mean, not that I'm not old for, for the beginning, but I was so immersed in roots music and deep country blues and. You know, if you're listening to Furry Lewis and Sleepy John Estes and stuff, Can Heat doesn't it seems like silly to me back then. Right. And then all of a sudden, then it hits you, and then you like dig deeper into what you know they were saying and what that what their music was saying. And then you know Al Wilson. I mean, the Blind Al man. I mean, yeah. he's the deepest cat of them all. I mean, he was um, just so sensitive and. And funny enough, he's from Boston, right? So he doesn't even get the, like, Dwayne Allman genetic, like, <laughs> you know, Southern stuff. He's a, he's a, 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 nor a Northeasterner. 
Um, but gurus galore in general, you know, it's nothing any different than we do on the tour. But I mean, we have, you know, a turntable on the bus and, you know, Fantastic. the record store owners know when we're coming to town because they can get their Christmas bonuses and, you know, <laughs> um, but as much as I love and, and what a unique opportunity to make music, music in my life as this other part of it is, is equally as important to me. Um, you know, it is true. You know, we, you put on certain records, they change everything. They change the colors and the textures of wherever you are and whatever you're doing and your emotional place. Um, to have the opportunity to play a bunch of stuff that's fallen through the cracks is cool to me. Because, you know, depending how deep you are into music, it's like anything else. There's all these names and all these people. And in the big pursuit of fame and money, they all get lost. And if you're talking about, like, the initial psychedelic age and you're talking about artistic sensibilities and sensitive people, why would you want, you know, a lot of people only made a couple of records or a few recordings and they went off into the world. They, they didn't, they, they saw the music business for the, like... You know sure. the horrible dragon that it could be, and why? And and they they had their right to not want to be a part of it too. You know, you, know? you, know, you just said dragon. I was thinking, man, we had like a uh, fired some uh, some circuitry was fired across because I was thinking, you know, sometimes these little gems that you're talking about that people have never heard that become such an important part of their sonic mosaic. It's like stumbling around Chinatown and finding a, a dragon egg in the back of some musky well, it's true. shop. I mean, I, I've, you know, on one level, I guess the Internet is, you know, if you're on the bus and you're saying, like, who played bass on the, you know, like, whatever, you can look it up. But there's something about, and then I have to say it, and this is, you know, the antique in me talking, Going to record stores was equally as important as anything because, you know, growing up in Atlanta, you go to Wax and Facts or Wax Tree, you buy one record and, you know, the dude works like, you like that? Have you heard this, man? You know, and you're like, no, I didn't. And then, you know, you see you played on that, he produced this, and then you buy this. And it was a more communal sort of thing and more hands-on in that way. But if I could sort of do that in, a, in, a, in any way with Gurus Galore, I mean, I have the weirdest people stop and mention, you know, I never heard Steve Hillage, Fish Rising, man. I bought all those records or whatever. It could be anything, you know. Uh, it always makes me feel good because yeah. people still do that for me. Uh, people are still, you know, playing me records and, you know, I'll hear over here. I can hear something anywhere. Um, and then that's a part of our life, you know, then that that's like, it's like, anything else you know like either you're surface or you're deep into it you know sure and it's like sometimes uh you know it does, like you said it doesn't matter who you are how big you are uh or jaded you think you are it's not like getting your mind blown i think the, the really only the really only bummer about that is when you well either you either you thought you never could have your mind blown or you thought you had your mind blown and then that was it yeah and it doesn't work that way um at at all i'm thankful, <laughs> I'm thankful for that yeah right? yeah if you're not like 
if you're not expecting your mind to be blown all the time, you know what I mean? Sure. Then it's, it must be really flat. It's like, how are you going to learn anything if you already know everything? It's true. And one little, uh, one little cracked door ends up to, you know, you're opening all the doors in Versailles, you know, like it's, it's a continuing thing. Uh, yeah. I find that with my friends. I find that with people that are important to me. Um, I never was really fell into like sycophantic sort of yes people and stuff. And I wasn't really interested in people just because they were famous or they made it. Oh, they have made a lot of money. I'm like, wow, okay. I've been interested in people who have esoteric knowledge and people who have some sort of, you know, philosophical dialogue or, you know, just, you know, something that, um, they usually tend to be the weirder sort of folks and people, you know. I mean, I think we feel the CRB is a sanctuary for those kind of... I mean, hippie's not a good word. Beatnik's not a good word. I think head. How about brohemian? Brohemian. <laughs> or we just say heads. Yeah, yeah. You're just good. a head. Either you're a head or you're a square. You yeah, know? yeah. And squares true. are cool, man. They yeah. Some squares don't even know they could be heads yet, you know? L7, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, so what's... These uh, three songs that you guys played today, which were all great, very passionate, and, you know, very positive. Yeah, yeah. Which I really dig, man. It's refreshing. Thank you. you know, when everybody's... You know, there's so much negativity uh, in these wonky melancholy times, and it's 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 uh, refreshing. So well, good advice in there. In the- well, I mean, yeah, hopefully, you know, a good lyric or an image or a song should be able to stand the test of other. Again, you know, you're just getting back to. I mean, the the main thing about, I mean, politics are so boring, you know. And the people involved with them are so self-serving, horrible, narcissistic, weird. E- even the good ones, or whatever that means. To me, yeah. to me, it's all disturbing. You're being nice. Yeah, I am. <laughs> it's all disturbing to me. Yeah. Um, and again, you know, it's funny. That's. I, and, and when I was in the Black Crows, I was in a big band. So we were on buses to the Ritz-Carlton in Cleveland. And then you're on a private plane to this. And then blah, blah, blah. And you're doing that trip. And then we started this band, and we don't live like that. And we're in these towns, and we live on the bus, and I go to get breakfast at cafes, and I walk around America now, and I've met hundreds and hundreds of people that I never would have met in my other life. And it, and the weird thing is, because I live in California, where we, you know, we're happy. We, we Californians love California, man. <laughs> you know, and I consider myself one now after 20 years. But one of the things about living in California, I guess it's kind of the same as living in New York, is you don't really get out there, you know? So when you look at a map and you just see these colors and stuff, it's really not... I mean, I've met the most sensitive, cool people doing their things, opening their own restaurants, starting their own businesses, having their own scenes, music, records, whatever it could be, you know, cultural things. And when you see it and you meet them, it's hard to it's hard to watch the corporate run media, you know, outlets that, you know, it doesn't it doesn't make sense for people 
who travel around this country and who see, you know what I mean? Sure, no, absolutely, um, man. I, it just doesn't make a lot of, you know what I mean? One one side of these people and then the other side, it just doesn't seem to make sense to me. So, like I said, I mean, the coolest thing is, is when you are an artist, and I use that word, that's not, the, I don't say artist like, you know, someone who won one of these TV talent shows. I'm an artist. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, we just haven't found We've an adjective some... that everyone's comfortable yeah, with. Yeah. <laughs> or, or whatever it is you do, verb, noun, whatever. I, I have some other ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have some other ones, too. Good for you. Yeah, Good yeah. for you. Yeah, you won a popularity contest. But um, it's the same thing with like music today, this, this producer-driven sort of pop. It would make you think there is nothing else going on in the world. And to some people, there's not. But to millions of us, there is. Like, there's no music business. Go stand in line at Amoeba Records on Wednesday afternoon in, in Los Angeles. And you'll have to wait in line. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I've been there, man. Yeah, to go to the cash register. You have to wait in line, you know? Yeah, I lived on Poinsettia and Hawthorne for a while, right? Yeah. Up from Ralph's, you know, and... Uh, had some incredibly magical experiences. But, but I mean, but even, you know, anywhere, you know, like these stuff, there's still magic going on. There's, like I said, when we started, there's still adventure out there if you want to find it. Yeah. It's just, you kind of have to, you have to turn off the trance machine. You know, like I, I know it's, I like, listen, I like NBA basketball too much. And I, that's probably the only TV I really watch. You know what I mean? But I, I won't watch the news. I won't watch the reality TV. You know what I mean? I just won't do that stuff. Not that it's bad that you do, and it's not that it's cool that I don't or vice versa. It's just I want to be able to... I don't, I don't know. I want to clear the air. Absolutely. You must, a, you must like the song Basketball Jones, then. Yeah, of course. Kale's drummer played on that, right? <laughs> oh, really? Really? Jimmy Carstein wow, played I didn't drums, know he was on and Jim Keltner played percussion. Wow, they couldn't even get Keltner the job well, behind I the kid. He, I think he did want to take next the time I, next, time I see, next time I see Keltner, I'm going to have to ask him about that. Ask him, yeah, ask him. But they didn't play on the Cheech and Chong remix, though, did they? I think... <laughs> well, they played on the original, on the original one, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, a, yeah. They're on there. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, those guys are pretty mysterious. Aren't yeah, they? yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, interesting, but a trip anyway. So, when's your next radio show? Uh, that's a good question. I have a. Uh, uh, I only have six episodes, I think, left, and then I think we're going to see if we want to do any more. Um, I think I'm supposed to do them this week and finish up. Uh, do you do them on the bus sometimes? Like I've done them, I haven't done them on the bus because it's a little loud. I did a few from like my our hotel in Paris. I've done them from my house. Tons from hotels on the road and stuff. It's pretty. Uh, that part of it's a lot easier. You know, you don't have to. You know, all I have to do is put the playlist together and kind of. And then the the other part was it. I didn't want to talk too much. You know, I just wanted to play those tunes. You know. But I must say, don't. Don't hold back because it's very. It's I find it very soothing when you're talking about it. I was really enjoying the cool, dialogue. Cool, cool. So you know that's what I mean. My, yeah, that's my music professor persona coming out. Well, I dig it, man. You when, know? Next time, next time you hear it, you can imagine me with suede patches on my tweed jacket. And... He's talking to me, man. <laughs> I can smell the cherry tobacco from your pipe. <laughs> Especially when it's cold out, and I play all the English. Psych folk stuff, yeah. So what, what time you guys, uh, you got a little gig tonight? 
We do, we do. It's Saturday night in the home of rock and roll. I love it, man. I love it. So you, you've been by uh, Sun since you've been here, Stax, and... I brought, uh, I went, I didn't have time today. I went to Payne's for a sandwich, Miss Payne. Um, and then, uh, but I did, years ago, Donald Duck Dunn gave me a jacket wow, that man. he wore on stage with Otis and Booker T and the MGs all had these matching suits, suede embroidered 70s, wow. you know, early six, late 60s, early 70s. Um, I guess late 60s, I should say. And Duck uh, gave it to me years ago, and I've been to the Stax Museum, but uh, I think I'm, I brought it with me to let them, I'm going to let them borrow it from me, because no one sees it in my closet. So it'd be a lot cooler for people to go to the Stax Museum and see Duck's coat that he gave me. You get goosebumps when you put it on sometimes? Of course, of course, man. man. that is so right. I mean, you know, only a dumb teenage kid in Atlanta would have chosen to sing hard to handle anyway <laughs> i don't know if i would do it now that uh, the things i but uh i mean otis i mean people you know just in general stacks full i mean those are the records that that's the sound of soul to me i mean i love motown i love other stuff other regional uh funk and soul but that's the sound you know, Al Jackson Jr. and Duck Dunn and that that and Cropper. I mean, that's the sound. You, you know? got the choir right here, man. Yeah. So it's uh, you know, so to me, it'd be really cool if you know, at the Stax Museum, say, you know, from Chris Robinson's personal collection, you can see Duck's jacket. <laughs> I think, man, I think we knew Duck for a long time. Really oh, reasonable. Yeah, well, yeah, Duck's son Jeff was the Black Crow's front of house sound man for t- the first ten years. Wow. Yeah. Man, that's righteous. That's righteous, man. Well, Duck must have loved. You know what? It's not always easy being lovable, is it? No, no, it's it's, it's horrible. Sometimes. Not that I know anything yeah, about yeah. that. <laughs> but, but we will persevere. But uh, you know, speaking of esoteric, I just wanted to ask one other thing because didn't didn't your man uh, Herbie Man do an album in the Great Pyramid in Giza? Didn't he? No, that's Paul Horn. Paul Horn, forgive yeah, yeah, me, forgive yeah, me. Is that yeah. a good record? I, I love that record. I actually prefer the one from the Taj Mahal. It's a little more melancholy. Maybe we'll go with the time. Okay. Better. Yeah. Herbie Mann, I mean, did Memphis Underground, that record. Okay, really yeah, good. no, absolutely. And the, then he did, a, I mean, he did a couple of... Which is a dollar store now, or family dollars. It's a great record. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. That was a... I mean, everything Herbie Mann did from, like, 64, 65 to 72, 73 is re- really good. Yeah, I remember they played... Uh, when I was a kid, which uh, it, you, you would hear that in head shops, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, the smell of patchouli and... And, and, the, pa- and the what? The Paul Horn record. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, you know, so it's kind of a, a, definitely a big part of the song. You get to Jose. get some more dental work in Marin. That's, that scene's still going on out there. <laughs> yeah, I, I might have to do that, man. They probably feel sorry for me. Give me... <laughs> Give you a good deal. Well, I know you got a. a, a we got busy a, yeah, we have to hit sound check yeah. and stuff. But uh, man, I so appreciate your uh, your kindness and, and your great music and, and just you know sharing your time. I appreciate it. Thanks so much. Health, wealth, and 
happiness, but most of all, lots of love. Well, what did Don Cornelius say? Peace, love, and soul. What about that Don Cornelius, <laughs> man? <laughs>of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.